Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, did we just watch MJF's last match in AEW? I will tell you exactly when MJF's AEW contract is set to expire. Double or nothing 2022 is in the books and CM Punk is the AEW world champion. And we got three debuts at Double or Nothing. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this... Is the news. These night shifts are something else, but we are here with the news. Understandably, pretty much all of it comes from Double or Nothing. Yes. We're not going to sit here and talk about, I don't know, WWE changing Simone Johnson's ring name, but they did that as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, a few people got upset with that. I don't know why. Maybe she just doesn't want the pressure. Either yeah. way, that's not the story. <laughs> I said we'd do this quickly. I'm yes. already rabbiting. Uh, Wardlow is finally all elite. After three years on television, albeit in storyline under MJF's employ, uh, he mentored him, he cared for him. The time is not now for gimmicks, my friend. Um, he beat his ass. He beat his ass brutally yeah. in the pay per view. So the big question heading into it was MJF going to show up? He no showed the fan fest. There was a flight booked in his name that he didn't get on, but his status remained in question all the way throughout the day. AEW deleted some tweets. They made a video private on YouTube. Shady stuff going on across the board, but MGF showed up. He did business, and he got obliterated. He got completely wiped out. Nothing he did against Wardlow worked. Ten power bombs was it? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe a hundred. I don't know. It <laughs> felt like that from where I was watching it. But yeah, Wardlow just completely dominated this guy. One got the contract. Big emotional scenes at the end. He was announced as finally all elite. He got the match graphic on the screen. Tony Khan tweeted out afterwards. He was crying. He was saying thank you as people chanted, "You deserve it." It was a big, nice moment for him. But the feeling I had, the over, and this is just us editorializing, by the way, the overwhelming feeling I had coming out of this match was that it was laid out as if it was MJF's final one mm. in AEW because MJF is a traditionally minded guy, and traditionally, when you were on your way out of the territory, you would put the other guy over huge. You would get your ass beat. You would get stretchered out as MJF wasn't here, was here, sorry. And look, he could well show up on Dynamite next week. I don't think he will because of the stretcher job. He could show up on the week after. But this felt like a final match. Yes, I'm just going to factor in my, my story here and then we'll discuss it in a little bit more detail. In terms of when his contract is set to expire with AEW, Fightful Select have got confirmation that it expires on the 1st of January... Uh, 2024, so that is what, a year and a half year away, basically. Half. Um, 
yes, this is the deal that he signed um, when he signed in, in 2019. They've obviously, you know, gone back and forth uh, about improving that deal and, and possibly the reasons as to why things that have, you know, he, he wanted better money, yeah, better uh, yeah. opportunities, etc., things like that. Got that, and a he short got a while yeah, ago. yeah, he got re-upped, yes, yeah. um, but and not to the extent exactly, uh, not to, to where he'd like to be. Um, personally, for me, I. I uh, I mean, I knew he was going to show up. He told me, but I wasn't allowed to tell anyone because we're best friends and what have you. Yeah, you can't burn a source, man. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm torn here. Like, yeah. uh, he's he's done the right thing in terms of doing the job on the way out. If that yeah, is the yeah. case. I hope he doesn't leave just yet. Um, I still think he should be AW World Champion. Maybe even the next AW World mm-hmm. Champion. Although, I'm sure Eddie Kingston's got a claim to CM Punk. We'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway, um... But, yeah, I'm sure WWE would welcome him with open arms. He is, in my opinion, one of the very, very, very few people that they'd go, yeah, maybe you don't need scripted promos because of what they what he's done. I don't know whether that's going to be the case or they not. They won't do that. They would throw all the money at him in the world. I do know that. He is, in my opinion, and I know I'm biased because we're best friends, but if you even put that to one side, I think he's going to be the biggest star in professional wrestling in the next few years. So... Yeah, I think AW do need to recognise yeah. that and uh, you know account for that. You know, there were some people on the on the show tonight who may or may not be getting more money than he did that I didn't think performed as well as he did in a scenario where all he did was get bloody squashed. Basically, it was a great performance by him, and like you say, all he did was show up and get his ass beat. But everything he did in it was absolutely spot on. Um, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I, I I think that this guy should be paid at the absolute top of AEW salary grade. Because even if he's not necessarily as much of a whatever as, say, CM Punk right now, he's going to be in a couple of years when CM Punk retires from pro wrestling because he's an older gent. Uh, it's going to be people like MJF who are carrying a load. He's already carrying a load. I think he's the best, not necessarily the best wrestler in the world, but the best TV wrestler in the world for what he brings to the yeah. product on a weekly basis. I think they should open the checkbook. I think they should uh, pay him through the gills. Now, I will say that I think him no-showing the fan fest yesterday, I think that weakens his negotiations a yes. little bit. Puts him in a bit of a worse position for sure. Um, but I, I don't sit here and judge people's personal stuff. as What we did with Sasha and Naomi, obviously their situation is very different. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we are generally a pro-worker channel. Absolutely. Hope MGF gets paid. Hope it resolves itself. And if you want to know if you want to know what other people in Buna think of MJF, check out my interview with William Regal, who puts him all the way over. Says he's the mm. best villain in wrestling today. I don't know why he'd say that. He's not a villain in my eyes, but still. Oh, anyway, yeah, Andy, uh, what else happened at Double or Nothing? It wasn't that eventful, was it? Wow. Who cows and one? Yeah, that's the story. That was fun. That was then really I have fun. a table. <laughs> my, my win. <laughs> my win. Jesus. Right. CM I've not Punk. slept in so long. <laughs> Me neither. It's been about five days. Uh, CM Punk won the title. Right. There yes. You go. That's the story. Uh, it was the main event. Obviously, it was the main event. What else was going to be the main event this show? Um, Anarchy Ra- in the arena. Yeah, well, that was good carnage. Point. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> they played Wild Thing twice. Incredible. Uh, but my show reviews on the website if you want that. Yes. CM Punk won the world title main event. It ran about 26 minutes. I think it speaks to the investment that people have in these characters that even four hours into the show, which was roughly when this started, maybe mm. a bit later, uh, people were still alive, people were still engaged. The arena was hot. Uh, although it was kind of weird, they were more focused on booing the guy they didn't want to win than cheering the guy they wanted to win. Yeah. So the atmosphere was really unique. I loved it. Uh, and in the end, CM Punk won the AEW World Championship. The story in the match 
was that uh, Hangman Page had the opportunity to hit CM Punk with a belt while Paul Turner was down. He opted not to. He hesitated. He went to the uh, Buckshot Lariat, but because of the hesitation, CM Punk had time to recover, put him in the GTS, one, two, three, new world champion. Boom, boom, boom. There you go. Uh, look, if you want my uh, in-detail thoughts on the title change and the, the quality of the match, you can check out my review. Mm -hmm. I'm a shill. I'm not giving you that for a click. You're going to have to click through 12 pages of the article or something. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Title change. Boom. Yeah, in my opinion is CM Punk should never attempt the Buckshot Lariat ever again. Hard agree. <laughs> uh, but you want to know more details on what I thought about it, check out what went down on myself and Michael Hamlet talking all about this show. This is good. Uh, this is good. because. But not, I, I did enjoy the main event. Not only are we cross-promoting, we're also saving ourselves two minutes. We exactly. Go to, bed, go to bed two minutes earlier. <laughs> but really good stuff. And like you say, credit to, credit to the performers as well uh, that they managed to, to, to take the audience with them considering just how long this show was um, and the roller coaster of emotions they went on with things like anarchy in the arena. What went down, we Chaos. talked all about that as with on uh, uh, Hamlet. You're not Hamlet. <laughs> You're not him anymore. You're Andy Murray. He's written all about it at whatculture.com. And uh, uh, Michael Sidgwick, he's the other one, uh, he's going to be writing star ratings for everything. <laughs> you can read that at whatculture.com as well. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling.
Finally, rounding up our notes on Double or Nothing, three debuts Ooh. happened last night. We had Roosh, who I always Roosh. think of you whenever I say his name. Yeah, it's like, his name's that. not Rush, it's Push, but Rush, but how would Andy say it? Uh, Roosh. Yeah. You think you're going to give Roosh a big push? I hope so. Uh, former <laughs> Ring of Honor world champion, of course, he is now aligned with Andrade El Idolo. There was a little video package. What uh, a good-looking trio. Oh, my days. Jose. Take your top well. off. Amazing. Um, first time they've been, been together They've been together since 2015. It would be, yeah. When they were in yeah. Los Ingobernables. That's right. I nailed that. The original was in, in CMLL. Uh, we also Not in Japan, Andy, you idiot. Yeah, we also... That's Tetsuya Naito. Come on, but they were there as well. For yes. a bit. It's all. I'm tired, guys. You we also it. got former WWE stars Marco Bivins and Ember Moon as part of AEW. Now Stokely Hathaway and Athena are all elite. Uh, both involved in the whole TBS Championship match shenanigans. Uh, with uh, Jay Cargill and Anna Jay. Uh, Stokely Hathaway came down after Smartbox only almost cost his client the match. <laughs> Understandably, probably getting replaced yes. after that. I'm very excited to him. Hear, hear him with a live microphone. One of the dumbest WWE releases in recent memory, in my opinion, that. Um, and Athena came down to even the odds uh, alongside Chris Statlander. And it all kicked off with the baddies and what have you. Athena, the former Ember Moon. Um, very excited to see what they do with her. Want to see an eclipse from her ASAP. Yeah, 100%. Um, very happy for all involved, obviously. Uh, Roosh took me a bit by surprise. Uh, I did not see that coming, but I think he's very talented. He's immensely charismatic. That's the thing about him. He's not going to come on TV and cut like a thousand word promo or whatever, but he oozes personality. through. You saw it in his suit. Like It just yes. leaks out of him. I think he has a good chance of becoming a star in American TV, and I like his brawling style as well. Uh, quickly run through the others. Uh, Stokely Halfway is awesome. He's been one of the best managers in American wrestling for ages long before he signed with WWE he's going to do a great job and Athena is obviously very, very talented really good to hear all three well hard to tell with Roosh because he wasn't in the arena but Athena and Stokely Hathaway got great responses Athena's entrance music is a total banger there was like seven new entrance songs last night and they all ruled shout <laughs> to Mikey Ruckus. But yes, great. Good. Yes, People get jobs. I like it. Yes, and if you want to know any uh, more of the fallout from Double or Nothing, as I mentioned, maybe who won the Owen Hart Foundation tournament, all that we cover in What Went Down or up at What Coach. Didn't mention that, did we? Yeah. Shouts to Marfa Hart. That was lovely. Lovely stuff, that. Tremendous. Right, should we move on to your Twitter questions? Let's do it. At What Culture WWE. Uh, there's only two Twitter questions because... Mentions are a disaster. Uh, I'm all over the bloody place today. It's my fault. I do apologise, but if you don't like it, you can kiss my ass. Uh, <laughs> Brian George says, morning, gents. Morning, Brian. Is it? I don't know what time it is. Uh, do you think WWE should have held SummerSlam in Vegas again like they used to hold it in Los Angeles every year, seeing as SummerSlam is a bigger event than Money in the Bank? Mm. This off the back, of course, of them changing venues. Yeah, this is an interesting one. To be honest, my friend, I, I, I don't feel comfortable nailing my colours to any particular mask with this until I look at the SummerSlam ticket sales to see how they're doing, um, because that would be able to give me... I'd, I'd be able to give you a fairer answer on that, um, because then I could look at the business and objectively say yes or no. Um, how I like the idea of kind of... And was SummerSlam was in Vegas last year. You just said that. Yes, of course it was. Uh, or did you just say that? I didn't say I that. Remember. But if you want to think that. <laughs> was it? It was in the Allegiant Stadium. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so like, I like the idea of having events in a stadium for an annual tradition. But uh, with the way ticket sales have gone for Money in the Bank, I know it's not as big an event. Maybe, maybe we need to downgrade that market for WWE just for a little while. Is it in uh, Nashville? Yes, year, I'd Slam. love to Are go. you from Nashville? I am. Because you're the only 10 I see. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, dumb to put it. I'll just say this. 
as a man who enjoys both wrestling and MMA, dumb idea to put it in a stadium during UFC Fight Week, International yeah. Fight Week, whatever they call it. It's just objectively a bit silly. Yeah. And good luck selling 12,000 tickets for 17,000 people. <laughs> Let's not have an argument in the comments, please. I know. Please, I'm too tired for all this. It's I'm like so a parent silly. with ang- uh, arguing children. It's so silly. People We've got arguing. some great shows coming up over the next few weeks and months. Let's just enjoy it, shall yeah, we? Yeah, just hey, like. You can like more than one wrestling promotion, guys. I, lo- I love it. I love it. The little guys who go, hey, guys, you can watch all wrestling. And they watch two companies. Yeah. It's my favourite thing. I can't watch We are wrestling. shooting I haven't this got any time. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, right. <laughs> Nick, what is your Mount Rushmore? Nick writes, what is your Mount Rushmore of top pushed wrestlers that are actually terrible in the ring? <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell me some guys who sucked ass. Is that Tom McGee. I'm going Tom McGee. Tom McGee. Uh, yeah, he got, he got the, got the Bret Hart match. Okay, as far as like pushed guys go, like, I mean, you have to have Great Cali. I was about to say Great Cali, like, yeah. The thing is, the Great Cali absolutely sucked, and I absolutely love him. I love the Great Cali. I think he was demonstrably terrible at pretty much every single aspect of mm. pro wrestling, apart from being really tall. <laughs> won the but world I, title from Jinder, of course. Of, co- <laughs> of course, yes, when he stole it. Yeah, I've won it. No, you haven't, but, uh, <laughs> I suppose, yeah. He showed up, did 10 seconds of work, and then went, yes, I'm the champion. That, that was so funny. I, I love the Great Cali. He's awesome. Um, who else sucked ass? Who's, who else was bad? <laughs> bad um see i don't like i don't really like crapping on people like if they're just earnestly really bad apart from great cali to me who was like endearingly bad mm. i don't want to just go and go this person sucked because I, I don't like jenna jenna maraska jenna maraska great shout survivor she, jenna wasn't she she has bit. the all-time banter match with shelly martinez I, i'm not going to repeat what shelly said in that and match. Charmel. she had a match with Charmel, she, didn't she? another omni shot yeah she was an intergalactic disaster at pro wrestling yeah. In the words of Kenny Omega. Intergalactic disaster. What a wonderful face. Uh, Who go with that? Final one, probably Adam Bourne. Adam Bourne. That's, my, that's me. That's my character that I created, and I just used to use it. You know, you just, you know, like you used to play someone on like Tony Hawk's, and they yeah. just do the same trick over and over again. That, but me with my finisher. Yeah, yeah. And like SmackDown Two, I was like, well, finisher again, and finisher again. Finisher again. You're not Wardlow, mate. You can't do ten finishers in a row, on a man. Turns out, yeah. Then still lose the Royal Rumble to Lita or something <laughs> like that. happened before. Spike Dudley's beating over the top. <laughs> right, let's move on to today's and finally, and a massive shout out. Uh, Andy's already spotted this one before, but a massive shout out to Pat Maxwell, who took a brilliant sign. There was also a brilliant Simon Miller sign when there was the big table spot in Anakin the Arena. Don't worry, he did spot that. Pat Maxwell writes, though, uh, going to be on the right hand side when the hard cam is on. AW loves their scar. It's a flat F Friday sign. No <laughs> amount of grass can save Sidgwick. What culture will sign the fucking thing? <laughs> what an array of gorgeous memes that is, isn't it? He's written flat across the, 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 the flat F U C K as well. It's just great stuff. Thank it's you, Pat. A, it looks like a Run the Jewels uh, zombie t shirt. Yeah, it's a Run the Jewels zombie t shirt. I used to have that t shirt, but I'm too fat for it now, unfortunately. Too flat uh, for it now? Yeah, one day. One day I'll be flat again, but yeah, this isn't it. Right, me and him are off to bed. Let us know your thoughts on everything in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Right, we're still pausing. Yeah, you can let us know your thoughts on Twitter and Twitter questions and all that. And we'll, we'll, we'll be back to normal, I promise, tomorrow. At What Culture <laughs> WWE. Uh, watch there. Follow both of us. Follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for bed. It does indeed. Headboard <laughs> on a bed. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. <laughs> follow us all at What Culture WE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? 
Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this show ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.